Yes, it's nighttime a little earlier now. Before it's 7 o'clock. But you'll get a little bit more when you listen to Butch on Sports. I am Simply Butch, and as always, thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Ah, a Wednesday. We call it Over the Hump Day. And hopefully you got over the hump there and then some here, boys and girls, as we give you some sports news. Maybe, just maybe, you can get enough of. And then some, okay? All righty now. Uh, let's bring up our board. That is, yes, way at the end here. So it's left, left to the beginning and get our sports show on deck here. The Detroit Lions went back to practice today. I know it's a good thing to get back on a regular schedule. They haven't been on one for at least two, maybe three weeks. However, the Detroit Lions share or don't share a 4-1 record, two games in front of Green Bay in the notorious northern division of the NFC in first place. Boy, we can have some smiles on that one here, can we? I I know I can I can smile. I don't have to talk to my friends and say, "Well, the lowly Detroit Lions." Oh, hi myself. Or when they mention the Detroit Lions, start running toward the rear or something. So they won't ask me any questions. Yep. It could be the case, but it's not at this point in time. We're one quarter away from the season. Done. However, Detroit Lions started back to practice today. These are the participants who did not practice today. Defensive back Brian Branch, ankle, no practice. Running back Jamel Gibbs, hamstring, no practice. Guard Jonah Jackson, ankle, no practice. Running back uh, Zonovan Knight, shoulder, no practice. Tight end James Mitchell, hamstring, no practice. Cornerback Amelia Mosley, knee, no practice. Tacker Taylor Decker or Taylor Deckert, ankle limited practice, a little better. Wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown, abdomen limited practice. Cornerback Caleb Dorsett, illness, full practice today. And center Frank Radnall, toe, full practice today. Detroit Lions will get it together on Sunday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if you're looking at your schedule and it says 1 o'clock game, that's not true. That time has been changed to 425. Yes, 425, boys and girls. So don't be distraught. 425. I can say it again. 425 Sunday. Okay. The Fan Favorite Hockey Town Red Copper Walk will be presented by Coca-Cola's Coke Zero Sugar and Myers will return to the Chevrolet Plaza outside Little Caesars Arena prior to the Red Wings home opener on Saturday, October the 14th against the Tampa Bay Lightning. With the puck dropping at 7 p.m., doors will be open at 5 p.m. The Red Wings uh, announced today that a special event surrounding opening night in addition to new features at Little Caesars Arena for the 2023-24 experience or season, I should say, 
it will be good. Yes. The Hockey Town Red Carpet Walk will begin at 345 at the Trinity Health Garage. That'll be 65, uh, 165 Sprout Street and past the uh, the Chevrolet Plaza. Now, tickets, of course, is still on sale for this game. It's not sold out. But fans are encouraged, ticket fans are encouraged to be in their seat by 620 to enjoy the opening day ceremonies on the ice at Joe Lewis Arena before the game starts at 7 o'clock. By the way, the season starts officially for the Detroit Red Wings tomorrow. They'll be in New Jersey to face the Devils. The New Jersey Devils, oh boy. Sorry to say this, my friends, but we have to give you the news. Former Detroit Pistons assistant coach, Brendan Malone, he passed away on Tuesday. He was 81 years old. Malone was a two-time NBA champion with the Detroit Pistons on 89 and 90 when he was the top defensive assistant for head coach Chuck Daly. He was the mastermind behind developing the Jordan rule. A bruising defense the Pistons played against Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls in the team's heyday when Detroit eliminated the Bulls from the playoff in three consecutive seasons. Brendan, the father of current Denver Nuggets coach Michael Malone, worked for the Pistons from 88 to 89 to 1994 to 1995 as an assistant coach. He rejoined the staff in 2014 as part of Stan Van Gundy's staff and worked three years before retiring in 2016. <sighs> Brendan Malone, he, uh, he passed away yesterday at the age of 81 years of age. Our condolences to the family and friends. And he was a pleasurable person to talk to him. when you got to talk to him because you, you normally you didn't see him too much there around the locker room or maybe uh during the beginning of pregame you know he was very much so dedicated to his job as a defensive coach there but when you did he was pretty kind very few words but a very uh humble and a proud man there indeed he was ill will be missed Ah, a brief check in our first MHSAA tournaments of 2014 school year are underway. The Upper Peninsula Girls Tennis was completed last week with their first champions of the school year. And the Lower Peninsula Girls Golf and Boys Tennis will be played or be playing their regionals this week. With the finals for those sports scheduled for October 20 and 21. Boys District Soccer also began this week. And the sports uh, tournament concludes with a championship on November the 4th at Grand Ledge High School. Now, the information for all these uh, fall postseason events are available at MHSAA's website there. Yeah, football is, uh, I watched or listened or took a glander of the the placings of the um, the top tens for each division, one through eight, and also 
the eight man, uh, which has two divisions as well. And surprisingly, only um, I see a total of maybe four or five uh, football teams in the maybe in the preceding uh, southeastern area there. I know I saw E-Course there in the uh, certain division. I think the seventh division there. I did see Cass Tech. Also, uh, Allen Park. I saw them in second division, ranked fourth. And Bellevue, of course. A good team from beginning to end. They're ranked, uh, I think, number one in the um, first division. But that, too, uh, information will be upcoming because none of it will mean nothing when the playoffs get started, as this is the eighth week. Next week will be the ninth and final week before playoffs will commence the following week after that, the tenth week, I should say. Wayne Comer, remember Detroit Tigers 1968 World Series championship team? He passed away at the age of 79. Comer was called up to the big leagues from Toledo when outfielder Al Kaline was hit by a pitch, fractured his forearm. Comer served as an extra outfielder, a pinch hitter, and even uh, a third catcher, according to his bio. <laughs> okay, for the Detroit Tigers. But he was the one who got caught up, and I remember it there, and that's when a player, our center fielder, Mickey Stanley, was experimenting in playing shortstop instead of Ray Orler. Because Al Kaline at that point in time got better and was ready, uh, and maybe it would have been his first and last World Series to make room for him. And Mickey Stanley got moved to shortstop. I remember that very well. By the way, Comer has stints also with the Seattle Pilots, the Milwaukee Brewers, and also the Washington Senators way back when. Uh, Comer, again, he passed away at the age of 79 years of age there. <clears throat> if you don't remember, I do remember him very, very well. Texas ended up outscoring Baltimore 21-11 in the series, including a tally, including a dominant 7-1 win last night, Tuesday, in the series finale there for them. Uh, Rangers could also find their way facing uh, ALCS if the Astros come clean and win their game against the Twins uh, today on Wednesday. If that matchup uh, comes to be, it could be a one. Right now, I'll look at the goodies here. And at this best right now, in the top of the fourth, the Astros lead the Twins by a score of three to one. Oh, my. Also, the Atlanta Braves are losing to the Philadelphia Phillies. That series is tied at one and one, but the Phillies can take a two to one advantage on the best of five series. Right now, they're winning eight to two. And, of course, later on tonight, Arizona at home will play the Los Angeles Dodgers. Guess what, boys and girls? The Dodgers 
has not won a series in that particular or a game in that series, I should say. Arizona can wrap it up tonight with a win over LA. And wouldn't that be some news? Some big news. Uh and uh of course, there's an NBA uh, pre-season going on. And I'm not going to bother you with who's winning and losing because the games don't count no way. But this one do counts in the WNBA. The New York Liberty are playing the Las Vegas Aces tonight. That game is later on. They haven't started yet there. Um, Aces are leading that series. By a one to nothing count, they're in the best of five series uh, or games in that series there. So uh, don't don't be square. Don't be square at all. Uh, have I missed anything? <clears throat> I will do this one, the last one here, because before we go off the air in this uh, quarter like shorten, uh, put you on sports tonight here. As I mentioned on Sunday night, I was very disappointed in fans in Oak Park. And right now, Oak Park has a lot of other things going on, too, that makes things a lot more difficult than what we can imagine here. But I will say this. Uh, Parents, please be at your best behavior. This is not one of the best times of the year when it comes down to uh, things going on in the world. Uh, the last thing we need is kids or adults acting a damn fool and doing things they have no doggone business doing at these high school games that are, uh, that are really a good thing for our children. We want to balance their scholastics and their academics, you know, and uh, their sports mind. They could be doing a whole lot of things uh, they got no business doing, but they picked on athletics to be the um, the balance. You know, please, let's not have no incidents this week as per what happened in Oak Park last week. Oak Park, right now, from what I hear, news-wise, got a lot of other things going on that I'm not going to mention, but I'm quite sure you, within the news, you know what's going on. So let's not make things more hard for the, the police department in Oak Park and surrounding areas. For that matter, none of the high schools. Let's all be at our best behavior. These are very, very sensitive times, okay? Really, let's let's do that. Not only for ourselves, but for our children who follow us as well. And for that, we end another edition of Butcher on Sports. Butcher on Sports is a presentation of All My Darling Productions. Check out Butcher on Facebook, always on Facebook. Always. And if not, then go to my homepage at podomatic.com. Just type in S-I-M-P-L-Y-B-U-T-C-H-T-O-O dot podomatic dot com i will be back with you this upcoming sunday for another edition of butcher on sports probably after the lions game late night of course um 
Hopefully the Lions will come up with another victory and be 5-1. and one. They'll be on the road for two weeks. Uh, this week, the Buccaneers, and next week it'll be in Baltimore to take on the Ravens. But let's uh, keep it together here, boys and girls, and have a great, great rest of the week and also a Sunday. I'll be back with you for some more Butcher on Sports. Tell your friends about Butcher on Sports. And as well, again, I will say peace and everyone have a great, great beginning of the weekend, boys and girls. Again, tune in Sunday for another edition of Butcher on Sports.